This podcast is listener supported. To help us out, go to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash Red Bull Rant. This is the Red Bull Rant podcast. If you aren't expecting adult language, why even bother listening? Welcome, my friends, to the show never ends. This is the Red Bull Rant Podcast, the official Red Bull Podcast of Vespanation and What's Metro. I'm your host, Jason Ipico. I'm Truman, and this is episode 237, The Greenhouse Effect. Is that where things heat up? Or, or, or I guess that's the cause, is things heat up. I think it's where, where goals went to die. Well, I mean, <laughs> after those two games, can you really blame it? No, no, not at all. I, well, we talked about it, right? Yeah, I mean, you, you and so Red Bulls. Let me let's go with this. Red Bulls two nothing loss in Portland. Honestly, it's really really one nothing loss with the second one coming when everybody, including Luis Robles, was up for a penalty or a corner kick. So, yeah, I mean, I was so close to being right. It's very upsetting. <laughs> there, that last goal. I mean, it's like a minute left. Sad. I, it helped me stay within striking distance, so I'm not going to argue at the point at right now. Because I predicted a draw, and I thought, you know, I guess I thought too much of what a team full of subs could do. So I was surprised, though, Felipe played. I was too. I guess the man will just always play. He's unstoppable, apparently. He's played, like, he's played every single game in every competition, I think, so far this year. Yeah, yep. Of all the players, he's not the guy you'd expect that, you know, to come no. from. So, 2 nothing loss in Portland. Uh, get the predictions out of the way real quick since we kind of talked about it already. Uh, you had one nothing loss, so you yep. almost had it. Pat had a 2-1 loss, so he almost had it. And I had a 1-1 draw. I almost had it. We all almost had it in some way yeah. or the other. Yeah, we were all we're hovering around there. We we're all close. And By I the way, Pat's it. not here. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> Uh, I say I almost had it because the Red Bulls almost had a goal that would have made it one-one. So yep. But uh, so the Red Bulls running out what you call a B or C team <laughs> when you look at it. Uh, I think one of someone on Twitter I think talked to, to me personally and said it was a C team. So I can't really argue that point right <laughs> now. Um, went to Portland on a few days rest and. In fairness, we, nobody expected even for starters to to, to win. So um, a two nothing loss isn't really that bad. Although I will actually, I'm going to say that for my leg. I'm not going to talk about that yet because I I want to poke some fun at somebody, but I want to wait. So uh, let's get into likes and dislikes. Uh, what did you dislike the most about this one? Well, as much as we all did expect the loss. Um... I want to jump. I'd like to jump all over the uh, referee because he was terrible on both sides. Not not just you know the Red Bulls. He he was as bad. This is some bad officiating. Um, he kept the whistle in the pocket when it definitely shouldn't have. I, I don't know, just just bad. But I'm, I'm not going to get on that. Uh, the only thing I am going to get on is uh, Zizo not scoring at the header at the very end for them to get a point. That that's it's hard to get angry when we all saw this coming. 
and you saw the lineup they brought out. I, I can get mad at a loss again, coming off that open cup win. It's just, it's just something you shake your head because they were close, close to equalizing. Um, my quick code dislike is Aurelian Collin getting hurt early in the game, which completely screwed up any plans they had of later subs, maybe bringing in Bradley Wright Phillips that clearly had to get scrapped. So that, that kind of sucked too, because who knows what could have happened if you brought him in late into the game. Maybe they would have made something out of, uh, you know, maybe they gotten something out of that game. So, Yeah, I, I was going to talk to refereeing too, because I feel, I, I, from what I could tell on TV, it looked like Lawrence was fouled on that the first goal that Portland scored. Mm-hmm. And then <clears throat> Clushin should have absolutely been sent off for the push into the boards. Well, he got, he got nothing after. He got nothing from yeah, um, the league. Yeah, you know. No, I mean, uh, even like he, didn't get, he hasn't gotten spend or anything over it. Yeah, but I, the, the league can hide behind the, quote, referee saw it aspect of it, which I know they've not done bef- They've you know that part before, but they can hide behind it. But I mean, Fleshman is lucky to be in this game on Friday. Yes, for sure. That that was a very dangerous play, pushing an opponent after he's crossed the touchline and he's going into the ad boards. Like, we're lucky that there wasn't an actual injury there. I don't even know why he did it. Like, was he just that frustrated? Because he hasn't so. that long since that, in that point. He's, like, he's only off for like five, ten minutes by that point. I think that's all it was. I think it was just frustration. How, why else would you do that? I don't know. Um, so likes, I want to, I want to go first cause I want to get this out there. Sure. I love the fact that the, the Portland fans were relatively quiet until they scored a goal. <laughs> and then, and I, this is not me. I got to bring it off the street now cause I think about it. Uh, who said it? So I made I made a point of saying how it was funny, blah blah blah. Um, at THMFDRE said this is to me personally on Twitter. He said they reacted to the open net goal like it was a Gazola. <laughs> like mm-hmm. the way they were acting, it was like they they were in the finals of an almost cup almost. Maybe they were tired. I don't know. Long work day on Friday apparently in Portland. I guess. Um, so, what did you like about this one? Well, I, I mean, I guess I'll give my like to the fact that uh, despite having the B team on the field, and I'm going to say B because Robles did start, so that does not make it a C team. And Felipe. Right, and Felipe. So you had two stars, you know, two starters, and you had Verone out there. Um, they didn't play terribly. It wasn't a terrible game. Again, I mean, they hung in there for pretty for a pretty long time for how many, you know, guys making their Red Bull debut. It wasn't awful. So, I mean, I again, we, we're going to talk about, we'll say it again, how hard is it to get mad at that loss? We saw it coming. They played a B team, and they weren't bad. They weren't bad. So maybe it gives a little bit of hope for these guys uh, now that they got their feet wet, playing for the team, getting involved in the system, that they could be a little bit more reliable coming on as a, a sub or uh, playing due to, like, player injury or something, that they'll be able to kind of slide right into a starting uh, regular starting lineup. Yeah, I mean, it's, I I don't know if you want to call Portland struggling because the Fox guys may sound like it was a must-win game. Mm-hmm. But for a, quote, second-string team to basically 
hang in there until the very end because even at at one nothing down ten men down to ten men, New York was really threatening for the goal. And if and if I think it was Verone had that like the head that was like right at the, the keeper. Was Zizo. Like 10 minutes, was Zizo? No, I'm thinking like 10 minutes to go in the game. Oh. Okay. It was like a header from like just inside the box. Mm-hmm. That I think it was Verone, but he, he didn't head it away from the keeper. If he had, it would have been 1-1. Right. Like, it's just unfortunately like that kind of a thing where they didn't get the one break they needed to equalize. So, I mean, all in all, I'd say that's... As much as it sucks to have the loss because it does hurt in terms of playoff positioning, given the week that the Red Bulls had, I'd say this is a win. Right, yeah. Now. Yep. And it's a very, like I said, it's very deceiving to nothing. That's, so. Right. I think I think the biggest loss coming out of it is just the reeling Colin um, coming off hurt again. Because we can't go like a month without anybody getting hurt. Right. Well, especially at French defenders. <laughs> yeah. So it's a good chance of a French defender getting injured on this team. Yeah, that that seems to be an MO. All right, so with that being said, let's move on to... Fan tweets, good idea. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, because I was about to skip that. I know you were, but I'm on top of it. Uh, funny, we actually only had two regarding this topic. Um And there's actually one that's, I think, a pretty good point. But first I'll go with uh, Gabe Liendo... Uh, at G Liendo on Twitter, he said, never did shit with good playoff position. As long as we get in, that's all that matters. Again, we weren't expecting out of this, anything out of this. So no big deal. Uh, still some good Eastern conference games remaining, but here, here's one man in the middle who tweets us a lot. Does Jesse know Kamara Lawrence can take free kicks and corners? Uh, instead he lets some guy off the street, take them. I think he has a really good point. And how come we haven't seen Felipe taking as many free kicks as he used to? Well, because Clashin is taking the free kicks. Yeah, but what's there's nothing really coming out of these free kicks that Sasha's been taking. And Felipe, remember, was it last year? Felipe would score on a few of those nice free kicks, especially outside of the box in front of goal. So I don't know. It seems that Sasha is yet again just doing everything. Um, seeing how Lawrence did have a, a pretty decent, uh, you know, a couple gold cup games there. Why not have him take a few shots here and there? I don't know. Give the guy a chance, right? I mean, he, he lined up for the one free kick. I think it was in the second half. Um, he didn't actually take the shot. I'd say give him a shot. I mean, why not? Right. It can't hurt. They, right. They really haven't scored off of free kicks this year. What's, what's just going to happen? You're going to miss it over it. the park? Right. You're going to avoid Miller it? <laughs> right. Miss it again? Who cares? At least give him a chance or two. So, I, I scrolling through our timeline, this is from this one before the game, and it reminded me, uh, I tweeted out about Fox's broadcast crap. So, one, I didn't realize this game got moved originally. Mm-hmm. Right. Which, now looking back at our prediction sheet, I realized that it does, it did. But what pissed me off the most, and this probably should have been a dislike I mentioned earlier, the game was scheduled for 10. The broadcast started at 10. Mm-hmm. The game actually started at 10.30-ish. Yep, that's Fox for you. That is, that is the Fox special. But here's my thing. 
if this is set, like Saturday or Sunday afternoon, I'm fine with that. But this, and, and granted, this is an East Coast problem. But anytime a night game happens at ten, any delay to start the game means that I have to stay up later. Right. And which affects the day after. I mean, thankfully for me, I didn't have to get up early on that Saturday. But if I did, I probably would have made the choice to go to bed because, you know, get, making sure I get up on time to do crap is probably more important than watching the game right away. Just think of our, how our uh, friends across the pond. I know. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking about that mess. I said that like, that's like the game, the game that's coming up. We're going to talk in a minute is uh, seven Eastern time. So that's midnight. Yep. Like, they don't even have the advantage yet of us being our daylight savings time not kicking in because then it's only four hours. <laughs> I mean, yeah. At least this one will be, it'll be, I don't know, somewhat manageable for them. Somewhat. Yeah. I just realized the 10, the 10 p.m. for us was 3, p, 3 a.m. over there, so. Uh, I'm sorry, England fans. <laughs> or, I'm sorry. Um, European, because I know it's not just England. Yeah. Uh, so, I guess I guess I should throw a shout out to ISE since it's been a while. Yeah, you better. You get in trouble. Yeah, go find out. <laughs> I, I'm sure they were waiting for like when they hurt England, they were like at the ready at the keyboard. It's like okay, Jason, that's something <laughs> working on now. <laughs> Open up Twitter. Get ready to complain. Don't worry, guys. We, we know you're out there. <laughs> we appreciate you listening, just like everybody else. All right. Uh, so coming up Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern, uh, Red Bulls, the last regular season edition of the Hudson Derby for this year. They'll take on NYCFC uh, at Red Bull Arena. Game will be broadcast on ESPN. And unfortunately, Royer is still out with his knee injury. So no Royer in this game. In this game, most likely that means Ray Phillips is up top by himself, or maybe Verone actually plays. You never know. Yeah, we'll see about that. Yeah, I know. He's not going to start. I'm not. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm not Let's not get crazy. Uh, predictions. Uh, since past night here, he gave us his prediction of, of a 2-1 win. So, Truman, I'll let you go first. What do you think is going to happen on Friday? Just to be different than Pat, uh, I'm going to throw this out again because I guess i got to be right at some point. <sighs> I'm going to say 3-1 win only because I think they need this win. Against the Smurfs, it's, you know, the home game. They're going to be extremely well-rested, except for Felipe, because, you know, he plays all the time. Um, Bradley didn't play at all in Portland. Most of these guys didn't play at all. I, I think Friday night, you got to come out firing. And it, like I said, it's not a must-win game, but I think for the fans, it is a must-win game. You at least want to split this the year with them you got the open cup win they've won the two games in the regular season you definitely don't want to get swept in the regular season by a team uh above you in the standing so i i think it, i think they're going to come out firing we know bradley right flips is going to score <laughs> clearly because that's all he does against this team so and if somehow you can finally shut down david via you should win right you think yeah So I'm going to say that this this is not must win for to qualify, but I'm saying this is must win for position in the playoffs. 
So look at the standings. We're not catching Toronto. Nobody is that thing at this point. No, no. Highly unlikely. I think mathematically we can't catch them for the Shield because 32 games. Wait, is it 32? No. Yeah, 32 games, right? Sure. So actually, we okay, we might not be mathematically away from them because we have two games in hand. But we have a game in hand on New York City. We have a game in hand against Chicago. We have three on Columbus and one on Tor- and two on Toronto. Everybody above us has played more games. So anytime we play any of these teams from here on out, this is the definition of a six point game. Because you take you take three points off of them and you have a game in hand. That is huge for playoff positioning. Yep. Mathematically, they're not going to catch up to New York right away. Like, if they if they make up their game in hand and win this one, they're still two points shy. But that's two points that are very easy to make up. So I I think that this kind of is a must win game. Not in terms of making the playoffs, but actually maybe even in terms of making the playoffs. Atlanta is three points behind us, so we need to kind of make sure we. Stay away from them. Um, so I'm hoping, hoping that we're really going to come out strong, and that the news that we're going to talk about in a moment of a game being moved to Hartford, Connecticut, really does NYCFC in, <laughs> because they will wish that they only had to cross the Hudson later on in the season. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go bold. Okay. I, well, not well, bold in the sense of a two-goal win, but I'm going two-nothing. All right. I say we're going to get a shutout in what is arguably the most important game in this se- between these two teams in, in the three years that NYC has been in the league. Well, they could definitely use a shutout. That's for sure. They could, they could use one. Yeah, you know, and especially at home. <sighs> yeah, I, I'm just with you. I, I just think it's a it's a uh, mentally must win game for the Red Bulls. It's the best way to describe it. And so apparently, Kamara Lawrence, because this was I saw this the headline. I don't know. Uh, is Kamara Lawrence based like we finally won't respect him or something like that? Well, I mean now now they know that they have a that. You know, it's not just a walkover game. Especially this season. They've realized that they've lost twice to them in the regular season. Yeah. So these aren't just gimmies anymore. So this was this is the direct quote from Lawrence and uh, talking about Via. We know he is a dangerous player. Tomorrow will be the day that we don't respect him. I already told the guys that tomorrow I have no respect for nobody from that game. <laughs> I guess I don't love that attitude right now. Yeah. That's what this team needs. Yeah, be mad. All right. Uh, before we move away from this game, though, we have to talk about attendance excuses. All right. I got a good one. All right. Uh, I think the only reason this game will not be well attended is that if the NYCFC fans think this game is being played at the University of uh, Southern New Hampshire. <laughs> And they end up somewhere very, very far away. They 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 get very confused because that's I mean, what seems to be going on for them right now. I mean, SNHU is a league sponsor, so yeah. So there's a good chance they just they won't know what's going on. 
and they'll just end up somewhere completely different in another state. I don't want to go with the obvious it's Friday, because that's just... I feel like that won't actually work this time. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Uh, there's no storm this weekend, right? Like uh, weather, not right? that I'm aware of. I would say hurricane, but that's in Houston. Or that's going to be towards Texas and Louisiana, so can't use that. Um, let me look up the actual weather for Harrison, New Jersey, instead of my hometown. Um, yeah, it looks like it's going to be clearer, so that doesn't work. Nope. Hmm. Can't use lunar eclipse because we're got, we're done with that. Yeah. Man, I I don't I don't know. I I just I don't know. So you're saying there's no excuse? I I think I am. <laughs> I think I'm saying there's no excuse for Friday. I, I mean, I'm for Red Bulls fans, I mean, right, right. Uh, for for NYCSC fans, I mean, either either. This is there's two possibilities. One, they're going to get lost on the way to Harrison because they don't know which way is up. Or two, they get here and they realize that some of the seats they stole from last time still aren't repaired, so they can't stay there. <laughs> That's a good possibility. All right. Uh, so on to dumping ground. Yeah. Possibly the one of the funniest things ever, and I, we talked about this or mentioned, I should say. Yep. Uh, New York CSC is supposed to play, I think, Houston on September 23rd. That game was supposed to be at Yankee Stadium. It is now at, and I don't even know how to say this, honestly, because I've never tried, Wrenchler Field. Wrenchler Field. Wrenchler Field, yeah, whatever. In East Hartford, Connecticut. Yep. If you're wondering how you know that name, that is the stadium that the United States national team plays at every once in a while. And it is terrible to get to because there is no public transit anywhere around it. Nope. And 95 is a real treat in Connecticut. Yep. A real treat. Uh, so that game is – and the, here's the reason. This is the better part. Here's the reason. So the Yankees have to make up a game. I don't remember who it's against, but that doesn't matter. The game isn't even on the 23rd. Right. The Yankee game is on the 25th. So the reason they have to move the game is because the Yankees have said, you are not allowed to play because we can't turn the field around in time. Right. 72-hour turnaround, I think, something like that. That's that's their minimum to guarantee a smooth transition. Yep. Uh, MLS was trying to move the game, and they couldn't do it because there was no other dates they were working for. Um, weekends, they tried to move it to a weekday, but nobody wanted to do that because why lose You know, people coming to a game on a Wednesday? Uh, so, Red Bulls, or sorry, NYCFC fans that want to go will have to travel 117 miles by car if they want to. <laughs> to get there. So, uh, first, first, I'm going to suggest some alternatives that they could have investigated. I, I am assuming that they did not do this because it's funnier that way. Mm-hmm. And so, this this took me a half an hour of thinking of stadiums in the area that knew of that could hold a decent size, like let's say at least, I don't know, 10,000. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm honestly I'm not even sure if my third suggestion actually matches it, but I, I because soccer has been played there, it's why I'm throwing it in there. Anyway, 
MetLife Stadium, 12.9 miles by car. Stadium is not in use on Saturday. The Jets play there the sun the next day on the 24th, but it's an artificial turf. So, Right, not a big deal. Yeah. Uh, don't think I can see is is painting the lines, but, I mean, it's, it wouldn't be the first team to play with football lines. So. As any Red Bull Metro Star fan knows. Exactly. Uh, Rutgers University. Their football team is on the road on the 23rd. So that nice stadium out there is open. Yep. I don't know if it's grass or not, but I imagine there's at least a week turnaround. So, uh, This one is... I. I say I don't know the attendance, but I, this is strictly because soccer has played there before. Uh, Shark Stadium, Hofstra University, former home, at least, I guess, former home of the Cosmos. Yes, very former home of the Cosmos. Uh, there is a soccer game the next day, and Hofstra does not have a football team anymore. Right. So that is open. And, it, hey, it already has soccer lines, too. It is very tiny, though. Very tiny. And, uh, I don't think Hofstra want them around anymore after the last few times they've come there to visit to play the Cosmos. So, yeah, but they wouldn't have seats, right? They just have benches. Yeah, like bleachers. Yeah. Because it's not a seat. You can't, it's harder to steal a bench. But, I mean, look at it this way. If it's a small field, you're used to it because you're used to playing on. Very true. Right. Which actually kind of begs the question are they going to have a, a, the same size field in Hartford, Connecticut. No, they actually have to play on a real field, an actual no, no, no. field. I wonder, I wonder if they would reduce the size of the field to match that of the stadium. Highly unlikely. And then have all this extra room and, and basically create their own version of a track around the field because of all the extra room they'd have. Would they also cut a gigantic hole out of the corner and put shitty grass in there so they could really recreate home field advantage? I mean, they're already talking about having uh, players go up to Connecticut for events and stuff before, and so why not? If you're going to recreate the game day experience, go go all out on it. Yeah. Good grief. Uh, and so, those alternatives aside, we want to we do we do want to help out NYCFC fans because we know there's going to be attendance excuses, and since we are pros at doing this, mm-hmm. we are going to help them. Brainstorm excuses ahead of time. As as to why they won't be there? Yes. Well, I think, let me... I think the obvious, I think, let's just get the obvious one out of the way, public transportation. Just get that out of the way. Here, here's, the, here's the real reason, and I know because I faced the last night driving to Massachusetts, okay? There's constant construction on every highway, in Connecticut, everywhere. They'll never get there on time. They'll be lucky to get there in three days. It's just impossible. The only other thing I can think of why they won't show up is that when they're on 95 and they see there's a sign for the Pez Museum, they might just end up going to the Pez Museum. Hey, don't knock that Pez, man. Yeah, so I'm saying it. It's it's, it's quite alluring. All right, or or so maybe I... they just want to go to a Yale football game. A lot of I mean... things could stop them from getting to East Hartford. As possible. Um, I'm going to do this. Well, let me see. Uh, multiple rivers to cross. Oh, they, yeah, they don't like crossing rivers. Yeah, but we're lucky. 
Impossible. We lucky, the, the ones from Manhattan, we're lucky that they go across the Hudson. Yep. But imagine having to go then across, I think it's the Connecticut River. Yeah, Ooh. the Connecticut River, too. Oh, man. Terrifying. Which, Terrifying. Which, which the stadium is not that far from the river. You think you think they'll get to the river and then stop and like just like stare over the river, not knowing what to do next? I mean, anyone that played Oregon Trail might know what to do, but I don't know if they'll have any wagons. Yeah, to ford across the river. But we could hope they all get dysentery. I mean, like Frank Lampard did. Yeah, I mean, if you're going, to, if you're going to take that trip that takes three days, it's very possible. So, any other excuses for them? Uh, they suck. That's the only other excuse. Like their fair fans suck. How about that? Here's, that's their oh, excuse. Okay. I mean, I'm gonna do this. They don't own a car, right? <laughs> yeah, true. owns a car in New York City, right? Right. How, they're not gonna be able to get there. And Uber won't take you that far. They only know the subway system. Yeah. And you think the subway takes you outside of anywhere to Connecticut? Yeah. Crazy. Especially into New England Revolution territory. I think I saw somebody say that the distance between Minnesota Field and Fenway Park is closer by a few miles than it is to Yankee Stadium. <laughs> That's wonderful. What fun. So I, I have nothing else. I can't. I, I'm done brainstorming for them for now. Maybe when we get closer, I'll have some more ideas for them. So that's it for me for Dummy Ground. All right. So Sky Blue uh, actually won a game. They actually won a game at home against Seattle 5-4, uh, <laughs> which means in the last four games they've played, they've given up 18 goals. Damn. 18 goals. Yeah, in four games. So their next game is home against Boston. Uh, they're still three points out of a playoff spot, but they are currently in sixth place. So, I mean, it's pretty much win out, which I don't really see happening, but at least they'll be playing Boston a couple times, uh, who's lower in the standings than them. Kansas City's lower in the standings, so maybe they can get a couple of these games. I think they have three more home games, uh, including this one. So, not impossible, but uh, very unlikely. But still, you should come out. It's, it's Saturday, so you can go to the Red Bulls game Friday and go to this on Saturday. And... Did you mention the comeback? Part of the I, didn't, game? I did not mention the comeback. Because it was they were down, what was it, four-goal comeback? I don't like that. Like four goals they scored in the second half to the... Uh, in this one? Yeah. To, yeah. yeah. Yep. I believe it was all Sam Kerr? Yeah, not probably. Sure. Probably. Okay. Sorry, my, well, what happened, uh, what everyone doesn't know, is that my computer crashed, so I had everything up and it, it vanished, so... Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, four goals. That's right. Four goals in the second half. Sam Kerr. Way to celebrate player of the year nomination. <laughs> yeah, yep. All right. Uh, anything else? No, that that's it. Very brief. Well, that's what happened in passing here, I guess. All right. So, terrible team of the week? Easily. It's going to be the Colorado Rapids who lost at home to D.C. one nothing. But not only did they lose, uh, they lost on one of the worst own goals you will ever see, <laughs> which was a terrible pass back to uh, Tim Howard, which went flying right past him and into the goal. 
And uh, when you're a trash team, but you lose to an even trashier team, that's pretty embarrassing. And then oh. somehow DC beat Atlanta at home one nothing, also on an own goal. So they must have signed him while the Red Bulls weren't playing. They must have signed own goal you for like a couple games. You know what it was? It's because he wasn't allowed to participate in the Open Cup. So they snatched him up during the, uh, d- during I guess, the quarterfinals. Yeah. It's like, hey, listen, when the Red Bulls are on U.S. Open Cup duty, you got to come play for us. The, I mean, he needs to get paid, right? Yeah. The guy needs to get paid. I'm, I'm yeah. curious where he, where he stands in, in terms of the league right now. Oh, he's like, I know he's not, I know top five. But I, right. I, wonder yeah. how, I wonder if he's like top 30. The man is the hottest free agent aside from John Cena. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> he, is a, he is a free agent. He's going Bobby, rogue. I thought Bobby Roode was hotter. I don't know. Pretty hot. Own goal's not as glorious. No, no. <laughs> uh, I had to get that in there. I feel like I should have the Zoolander He's So Hot Right Now clip, but I don't. No, next time. Next week. Yeah, next time. All right, so uh, anything else? No, that's all I got. No? Okay. Nice and uh, nice and short. Yeah. All right. So let's wrap this one up then. Uh, OneSymmetra.com slash red hyphen bull hyphen rant. Uh, Patreon.com slash rubber rant. Do a few bucks your way. Help us support the show. And since Pat's not here, thank you, Will Martins. Yeah. Thank you, uh, buddy. If you want to email us during the week, redbullrant at gmail.com. If you want to call us, 973-348-5329. Facebook.com slash redbullrant on Twitter at redbullrant. For the show at Doc the Stooge for myself, at PMAC DA2 for Pat, at the Truman for Truman. Subscribe via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play Music, uh, SoundCloud, pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast. Last words before we get out of here. Yeah, don't ruin my weekend. You better go out there and win. Yeah. I, I'm taking my car to get worked on Saturday morning. I don't want to sit there in this stupid just waiting room. Grumble, yeah. Yes. All right, so for Truman and myself, this has been episode number 237 of the Red Bull Rant. Thank you guys for tuning in, and as always, go Red Bulls. Peace out.